This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. I am in the final stretch leading up to one of my favorite times of the year, which is my birthday. It's not because I plan or expect some kind of big elaborate celebration. Quite the contrary, actually. But that is the time every year when I look back at the year that has just passed and celebrate all that God has done. It's also a time when I ask God what he may wish to share about the year ahead. And one of the things that I try to do each year is lay everything that is mine before him and give him room to let me know if there's anything that should be celebrated and then left in the season that has passed. That includes people and relationships. You know the saying, some people come into your life for a reason, some come into your life for a season, and some people come forever. My birthday is not here yet, but I've been thinking quite a bit lately about my relationships and in particular about my expectations as it pertains to them. I also had a conversation recently with a friend about unmet expectations in relationships and how that can impact you in so many deep ways. And I thought about it because just as we have expectations of our friends and loved ones, we also have expectations of God. Those expectations are based on what we believe about him and on the relationship that we have with him. One of the things that I hear a lot from people who have marginal or compromised or non-existent relationships with God is something that points to something that was asked of him that he didn't do. Many of us, when we read our Bibles and then pray, we have some kind of expectation that God should answer us and give us what we desire. There's certainly enough scriptures, particularly in the Gospels, that say, ask and it shall be given to you, or ask and you shall receive. So when you ask and then you don't get what you ask for, that failed expectation can have a tremendous impact on how you choose to go forward with God. Because if you ask God enough times for things and don't get what you have asked for, it can lead you to the false belief that all go God may be able to do anything. He's not willing to do good things for you. If you've ever been in that place, you may now have a relationship with God where you expect very little, if anything at all. So if you've been disappointed before because things did not unfold the way you desired, you can find yourself going through the motions. In other words, praying, saying all the words, but never expecting God to do anything for you. And what a waste of time that is. I mean, who has time for that? I wonder sometimes about those times when we've prayed and God did not do the thing we asked for. How often do we ask him why? 
Not saying that he's always going to answer that question, but how often do we ask and contend for understanding or even desire to know if there's some kind of open door in our hearts or lives that has allowed us to be robbed? Let's face it, we've all been there. We've prayed for or about something or someone and not seen the outcome match our expectations. And the question is, what do you do then? I'm not saying that there's something wrong with you or something that you did wrong. I'm just wondering how often we consider asking God to show us if there are things or areas of our lives that are hindering us from seeing and receiving the desires of our heart. And I wonder how often we consider that just as we have expectations of God, God also has expectations of us. I know I've talked about it before. I'm pretty sure I did a whole podcast on this. And it's pretty simple, even though it may not be easy. What does he expect of us? He expects everything. My whole heart, my whole mind, my whole strength devoted to loving him. He makes that clear in Deuteronomy 6.5 and then Jesus repeats it in Mark 12. He expects that we make choices in life that lead to life, right? Deuteronomy 30 19 and 20 says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have placed before you life and death, blessing and cursing. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice and by holding him close. For this is your life and the length of your days. He expects that we obey him rather than just give him our sacrifices, no matter what those sacrifices may look like or what they may be. That's what we see in Psalm 40 and in 1 Samuel 15. Why am I bringing this up? Because if you don't really expect or believe that God will move or do what he says in your life, it is very unlikely that you will continue to pray, take any risks at all, much less bold ones. Or ever trust him with your obedience, especially if he asks you for something that's costly. I don't have all the answers as to why God answers some prayers, but he doesn't answer the others. I don't know. What I do know is that he is sovereign and mysterious. What I do know is that he does, in fact, reward those who diligently seek him, as Paul said in Hebrews eleven six. What I do know is He is no respecter of persons, as Peter said in Acts 10.34. He does not show partiality. So if he has ever done a thing for any other person, that means he can do it for you. So I'm challenging you today to spend some quality time with God so you can deal with and overcome your disappointments that may hinder you from living boldly for him. I'm telling you, what the world does not need is another Christian that does not have the faith and boldness and conviction and courage to stand up in the midst of total darkness and expect God to be light through them. If we truly believe that we are the image of God in the earth, the imago Dei, then we should also fully expect and believe that whatever situation we walk into should be impacted and changed in a way that glorifies Him 
just because we're there. Just because when we show up, he shows up in us. We should always expect God to do miraculous things because he's a miracle working God. And he very often does that through us. Especially if we're willing to live boldly for him and do that out loud.